Hello and welcome to Tips VP episode 8 May 2020, a weekly show where we share tips and tricks on how to improve your social media. Tips VP is brought to you by Butcher Palace Marketing, rehumanizing your marketing experience. This week's weekly tipsy, 4 ways to market your printing center. A printing center is one of those places where people would go to get their digital content printed. It's like one of those places where, you know, back in school, we used to go and uh, photocopy our textbooks and, um, you know, print our uh, assignments and projects and everything like that. Those are printing centers. There are also a lot of printing centers that are um, professional ones that can handle uh, large format printing. It's kind of like AutoCAD printing and everything like that. Uh, blueprints and all that. So traditionally, people would actually walk into printing centers, hand over a thumb drive, and receive a printed roll or a stack of papers, um, like name cards, or you, you know, you decide what paper you want to put it in, they print it out, whatever size you want. Usually that's how it works. You have to walk in to do it. But this is not traditional times. And traditional means cannot work, at least for the medium term, right? People won't be able to walk in and actually do it because most of the time, either businesses will not be open or people will not be walking around uh, schools will not be open. A lot of things won't happen. If you run a print center or similar business that usually works with drop-ins, these four tips can help you. Number one, be seen by your audience. Chances are people won't be walking past your stores anytime soon. Uh, if at all, uh, it's going to be what at, at most 5 to 10% of the crowd. They won't be noticing your signboards either. But they are still visiting places. Virtual places. Most people spend their time in social media, reading articles from news portals, searching uh, for information via Google, and shopping on e-commerce platforms. These are the places you need to be, but not necessarily everywhere at once, because that's going to put a deep hole in your pocket. For starters, identify who your audience is. Older people spend less time on Instagram, and younger ones are hardly on Facebook. Creatives don't frequent Twitter as much as journalists and writers, whereas creatives spend more time on Instagram. So be where your audience is and spend time and effort creating valuable content for them. Valuable content here does not refer to images that you keep, where you keep selling stuff to them like, oh, I have this bunch of uh, photos, we can print this and that, you do this, I can give you like maybe like 10 copies for... uh, 20% 20% off, this kind of stuff. No, it's not. Instead, share or create posts that they find interesting and make them want to follow your page. That is the most important time. thing. They need to they need to want to follow your page and they need to want to come back from time to time to see what's going on with you. If your customers are mostly architects and interior designers, for example, they would appreciate posts that appreciate good architecture and design. If they are, um, if they are students certain kind of students, engineering students, then engineering stuff works as well. So it really depends um, on who your audience is. Cater to their interests and not your interests. Then once a while, run advertisements to promote your service and product. But don't just try to sell any and all products you have. Knowing what to sell at the right time is key. This we will discuss more in point number three. Number two, they won't come to you, go to them. This is the extension of the first point, but on a slightly different meaning. Customers will likely not walk into your store and hand you their thumb drive anytime soon. We've established that. Construction companies, however, are still already operating at full steam and will need stuff printed out. Right, So you need to set a system to reach them instead. Perhaps it's a website with a digital catalog where they can pick and choose what they want. Like they go in there, 
they pick and choose what size they want, what paper they want, upload a file and receive an estimated pricing. Then they click submit and then you print. And then once the document is printed out, it will be delivered to that person directly. There are a few things you will need here. Firstly, a website that can handle automated orders. This can't be too complicated, else it will deter usage. We will talk more about this on, pay, on point four. And a complex, website, a complex website won't work for everyone either. If your customers are older people, they would very much prefer to speak to a human being instead. I mean, they could just go click, click, and they go, you know what, I don't want. Let's just, I want to call someone and put down my order by voice, send the stuff by, let's say, uh, I can't do it. I can do it using WhatsApp if I send to a file, but I cannot send a JPEG over because it will degrade the, uh, the quality. Or you can email stuff over and then, you know, all these things happen by voice or by email. So that is the kind of, uh, it really depends on the kind of people that you're working with. Some people work well with digital catalogs. Some people need uh, customer service to do it. That, uh, having a customer service person to handle uh, these customers could be more expensive, but the value would far outweigh the additional cost they will pay. I mean, it will be a little bit costlier. Let's say you put in the cost of time and everything like that. But based on that, uh, based on the, the service that you provide and no one else is providing it, I'm sure they will find it more valuable than, you know, have, having to go through the website and learning how to do all these things. Then you'll need someone to receive an order and contact the customer for any additional information. This needs to happen almost immediately during work hours because that's usually how the turnaround speed is installed. That means you need people to sit down with a live chat. Um, they will answer questions on the spot or they can call a button. They can press a button to call you and someone will be there to receive the phone and then be able to help your customer. Finally, you need to either hire an internal delivery person or pay an external one. Start by getting a third-party one first, an external one in order to validate your business model. So what you're going to do is you start by uh, hiring someone, let's say from Lala Move or whatever. They're going to cost you more, like maybe, maybe 15, 16 bucks per delivery. Um, but you will continue to do this because the purpose of you doing this isn't to make money yet. You want to validate your business model. That means you want to know that this actually works. There are people ordering online and you are delivering to them. Once... Once you see a demand surge, then you set up an internal one. You create, you hire a few people um, with bikes and then they can do the delivery for you. Number three, sell solutions, not products. You're, you're, you are a printing company that takes in orders and prints a physical product out, right? So usually what you do is you take in a digital version, you print a physical version out. They could be banners and buntings for events, say for example. Uh, there are no physical events happening anytime soon. So nobody would need banners and buntings, right? Wrong. They will still need digital banners and buntings for their webinars, for their vir virtual workshops. A lot of events are going virtual now. Just because they don't need physical buntings and banners to be printed out does not mean they don't need buntings and banners. If you have an internal designer, provide that service without the printing part. Because usually that part is probably more expensive anyway, right? Uh, your solution isn't a physical roll-up bunting. Your solution is not a physical roll-up bunting. Your solution is a bunting that provides information on that event. It is not about the bunting. It is about the information on it that is important. 
physical or digital, a bunting serves the same purpose. Another potential solution could, let's say, be a PPE suit. PPE suits are those suits that a lot of people are wearing um, to prevent, to keep themselves safe from virus, COVID and everything. You can, you can provide a set of suits with branded prints, right? You can be the OEM provider, not, not OEM, but there's manufacturing like OEP printer. You could provide that solution to corporate buildings and companies who require them, branded PPE suits. Uh, the printing works the same. It's just that the material you're using is different. The value is entirely different as well. So what you're doing is you're not just selling a print. You're not just selling a printing service. You're selling a printing solution. You can print on things that can help them, that you tell them what you can print on, so you're immediately giving, giving them a solution. Instead of you just tell them, we print on anything, and then get them to decide what they want to print on. Number four, set up automation, but not too complicated. When we set up website and social media chatbots, we're always very tempted to automate as much as we can so that you know we don't have to hire someone. Everybody talks about automation, AI. Uh, you know, we hear so much corporate, so many corporates tout artificial intelligence. We want to have one of our own as well. So chatbots are one of it. Websites with a lot of functions and features are one of it as well. Just because it works for some doesn't mean we all should have it. In most cases, customers actually prefer to deal with human beings. So if you have chatbots, um, and you, if you have uh, those digital catalogs that are too complicated, it actually deters people from talking to you. Websites and digital catalogs shouldn't be too complicated or people end up not using them. The key here is if a new customer takes more than 30 seconds to learn how to use your automated system, it is too complicated. 30 seconds. New user, not a returning user. And this actually varies with different people. Younger customers may learn faster than older ones. Tech-savvy ones may learn faster than non-tech-savvy ones. But younger customers also have less patience for automated chatbots and searching through FAQs as well. They want the answers. They want the answers and they want the answers now. They want instant gratification. So when you want to set up automation, I'm not saying you shouldn't set up automation. You should. Just set up just enough automation to start off, right? But always back them up with human, with human customer service staff as support. Just in case they got too many questions and it gets too complicated. Make sure the steps are very simple, not too complicated. All right, let's recap. This week's Weekly Tipsy, four ways to market your printing center. Number one, be seen by your audience. They are not, your audience is not going uh, physically visiting around but they are virtually visiting a lot of places so you need to be in these virtual places number two they won't come to you go to them the traditional method of uh, printing is that they have to walk into your store and then make place the order and collect the product now they can't do that so they need to do all these things remotely and you need to send a product to them number three sell solutions not products anybody knows a printer is a printer is a printer but if you can package your printing into a solution, then you are helping them solve a problem that they have. Their problem is not, their problem is not looking for a physical bunting. Their problem is they need to market an event. Their problem is not looking for a physical printer. Their, their problem is they need a PPE suit printer which can print branded uh, logos and everything. So that is their solution. So figure out what your solution is. Number four, set up automation, but not too complicated. Automation is fine, but don't get carried away. 
just set up a top level automation everything else you can work manually it's every it's always better manually anyway so you can learn you can speak to your customers personally learn about them create uh, like build relationships with them as well so that's all for this week's weekly tipsy podcast weekly tipsy uh, sorry tipsy bp is a part of social media weekly and is available on anchor fm google podcast apple podcast spotify stitcher and more our full videos are available on YouTube and we post bits and clips on Instagram and Facebook. This is Tipsy VP episode 8th May 2020. My name is Sean. Stay safe. Au revoir.